0: back to Worst Seats
1: in the House, Michael Russo and Joe Smith, Anthony LaPanta, is working the Twins game tonight, yeah. which is why it is again packed here. Second show in a row that we've done at Elsie's where just the place is uh, standing room only, and it's, I think, because Anthony is not here. And our special guest.
2: Yeah. And or guess, I'm here, too, I guess. That's yeah, so yeah. part of it. Yeah. yeah, Joe Smith.
1: Yeah, that's part of it. Joe part of it. do with me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to tell you. So last time we were here was a couple weeks ago. Jared Spurgeon was here. And I would say there's double the people here for this.
3: Yeah, Don't you think, I think so? Yeah. Double the size, double the people. <laughs> there are <laughs> exactly. <were> like six <laughs> guests then, too. There are
0: six guests, and there's just one guest here today, but yep. you brought the whole place, and people were showing up here <laughs> like a couple hours early. So, <laughs> well, you know.
3: thank you guys for coming. Appreciate it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, so Jake, uh, Jared Spurgeon's uh, uh, newly-toothed defense partner. What happened? Like, that it was part of your charm, is the I missing teeth.
3: I for the show. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Had the choppers. There we go. uh, No, my wife and I, we had our wedding party back home. uh, What would have been? July 8th. And I had a hard deadline to get a new set of teeth (laughs) for for the photographer for that. So that's why I got them.
1: And Jake and Natalie, you you guys technically eloped last year, even though it wasn't like the real. It wasn't a
3: real elope. We invited our family. Yeah. Um, We just signed the paperwork in a different country than we're from and city than we'd have (laughs) normally done it. But yeah, no, we ran down to Nashville last year for a bit of a shotgun wedding. Um, again, our family was there, so everyone we cared about was there, and then a year later, we threw a party for all our, our friends and family back home. That's
0: awesome. What, was, it, the, what was the party like? What was the, your reception like That now that you had to, a year to nothing. celebrate? Nothing. We rented
3: a bar. We rented uh, just a bar. We rented a bar, covered everyone's drinks for the night, um, had it from 6 till 2 a.m., and, uh, and had, a, had a blast.
1: That's awesome. So this is
3: like the summer of the weddings. I was... Talking to Hartman today, and he's getting married. in Yeah, a couple we're getting weeks as geared well. up for it. He's doing his on a Friday, which I think is a great idea because <laughs> you're fully recovered by Monday, so we're, we're pretty happy with <laughs> Make that. Make a weekend out of it, right? Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's uh, so he and he's getting married here or in What's Chicago. That?
3: Here, he's I think. here, Chaska. Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Chaska. So it sounds like he's out that yeah. way. Is that by Shakopee? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Sha-
1: no, Shakopee is more uh, I, again so, I don't yeah, know. south. I don't know. Chaska is more west. He's here somewhere. Yeah. So um, so you got new teeth, you got your trimmed mustache, you yep. seem like, like really ready for the season now. Yeah, just dialing it in. A couple <laughs> of, what are we, eight, ten 10 weeks out? I figured I'd get
3: ready now. And,
1: and you're the new net front guy in the power play. I saw you in the Debuty League the other day, standing right you in front see of the net. Tip? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I was
3: trying to, I've been telling them forever that I could play net front of the power play. No one ever believes me, so I figured I'd show them how I can do it in four on <laughs> <laughs> four. Exactly. Number two unit
1: this
0: year. If there's a three, I'm for sure on. It. <laughs> 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 Guaranteed, right? <laughs> got to do power play, coach, too, right? So you can work work on that. So we do. Another guy I got to try and fool, though. That's not easy. <laughs> yeah, that's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you, drew, you You came on your bike. Tell me, have you like this summer? You have you gone on a bunch of bike trips?
3: I have. I went back to Ontario twice. Mm-hmm. So that's about a thousand miles each way. I had a, a bachelor weekend up at a cottage in Halliburton. Which is like Northern Ontario compared to where I'm from. Uh huh. So I did that, and then two weeks later, and you, and you rode your rode your, the bike, yeah. Okay. Um, did that. You go up the north way around Wisconsin and the UP and two lane highways. It's real nice. A lot of deer in Wisconsin, which I didn't know <laughs> was like that. Every <laughs> truck's got the huge like ramrod, big steel bumper on it. But uh, yeah, no. Did two trips like that, and then I think I'm done for now. Other than little local cruises around here. So
1: like a trip like that, like how like how much how often you have to gas up. Like, Like, maintenance-wise, how much do you have to deal with, like, you know, working on your bike and things like that?
3: Bike's fine. You get it touched up at the Harley dealership uh, Uh whenever you can. Um, But gassing up, it's more or less, you're good for, like, 200 miles, but after, like, 150, you get, like, hemorrhoids, it feels like. So (laughs) you kind of get off and stretch around a little bit. But so, yeah, I try every two hours I fill up just to shake my legs out a little bit. I just did a feature on uh, Dan O'Rourke, the
1: referee, the other day, and he's biking from Santa Monica to Chicago on Route 66, and that's what he said is the biggest deal that is, like, yeah. basically your butt. Yeah, your butt hurts. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: It, it hurts real bad. Yeah. But, and then if it's hot, it feels just like a swamp, you know? <laughs> it's, no, it's no good. But it's so enjoyable. I love it more than anything. But those are, like, that's, like, the only thing you really yeah, have yeah. to complain about. Yeah, you know, you could have just flown. I could have, but... Not as fun. Not as fun, right? Yeah. I mean, I only got so many months of, of good weather out here that I wanted
0: to make the most of it. Yeah, so. good point. You live pretty close to us, my wife and I, in like the North Loop area. Yeah. I think I'm sure you've immersed yourself into the city since you've, you've I been bicycles. in I bought bicycles. I, my, I yeah. went over to the recycle
3: store in Northeast, mm-hmm. bought myself an overpriced used bicycle, <laughs> and I've been cruising around all, all that. We did a Northeast tour yesterday, actually, yeah. my wife and I. We kind of bounced around everywhere and then went to Young Joni for dinner.
0: It's a good spot. you have a favorite, favorite North Loop or Northeast spots that you've enjoyed so much uh, <laughs> recently? Like I know maybe Cowboy Jacks is probably up there. You yeah, know, it's, the, up,
3: uh, it's a little busy. You know, <laughs> I, 1029 just down the street. Uh, really enjoy that place. Very karaoke small. too? Or no, I haven't done Dude, the karaoke. The... We went to Vegas Lounge one night for mm-hmm. karaoke. That was fun. Um, but yeah, 1029, bounce around there. Uh, Jacks is always fun. Mm-hmm. Just very busy. Very young crowd too. So if you can... Mosey on over to 1029 and post up at the bar there. It's nice. I went to that Maison Margot. Yeah, we did that too. Yeah, for the oh, first time. Yeah. You have the duck. Yes. The we have the duck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable yeah, ribs and stuff like that too. Yeah. Yeah, I had the braised short rib too, and yeah. the halibut and the frog legs. Did you get some of those? I didn't get the frog legs. I didn't get the frog. Legs. I, didn't get the frog legs. I didn't
0: get as adventurous as that, but it was good. There's a downstairs, downstairs bar too. That's really out. nice. That they have yeah, very cool, yeah. Very
1: cool. Very cool. The Young Johnny, did you go to the Speakeasy in the back? No. no. Yeah. So there's like a basically a secret. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, in the back. Very speakeasy. Cool. It's really, really cool. We'll so I only, so time. I went to, coincidentally, Young Joni, because I lived in this neighborhood for 12 years mm-hmm. until I moved out to the suburbs. And, uh, but Young Joni I'd never been to, and I went with Stolhansky right after the show last time we were here with Spurge.
3: And it's the first time I ever. it's an unbelievable it's restaurant. beautiful in there, and it just, the second you walk in, it smells so good. It's yeah. like you're almost getting invigorated. You get hungry, your mouth starts salivating and everything. We only did the pizza. And the two tables beside us, were ordering, like, the main courses. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to, for sure, try those the next time we go back because everything just looked delicious.
1: Yeah. So, to Beauty League, what's that been like so far? Uh, it's your first experience
3: with it, right? I played it last okay. year. Okay. Uh, last year. A lot of fun, real busy. Like, if you're late for a game, driving <laughs> there-wise, you're going to be late getting in because there's so many people looking to high-five and sign autographs <laughs> on the way in. Um, but, no, it's great. And just to see how popular the sport is here in the summer... Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. And it's good hockey, too. Like, there's a lot of guys who work hard and play hard out there. So it's it's a good summer skate.
0: There's some guys who take it more seriously than others. You know, Absolutely. Like there's some guys that are Absolutely. like, oh, you know, they're they're getting locked in They're going to play no matter what.
3: Yeah. 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 I, I hate to be rude because they're trying hard with like the college age guys. I don't. I, I think they think that the scouts are watching. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'm just like, can you take some, take a little hair off it? Like, if you're lining up for a slap shot at me in the middle of July, I'm not very happy about it. But no, it's it's still it's good either way. So. That's how I always feel. Like the anthem in L. A. Or like Vegas or
1: Nashville. It's like whoever's singing the anthem. Thinks they were about to get oh, a yeah, record deal. You yeah, know it's going to yeah. be like America's
3: a, Got two, Talent or something. Yeah, like two and a there, half yeah. minute,
1: three minute anthem. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just... Hit uh, the over every time. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You got to be, start betting on that. <laughs> um, so I got a, uh, a question from a Jared S. today. Uh, wants to know how you wind up on the shoulders um, in the pool every single time. <laughs> Wait a second. Who? Jared S. This guy texted me today. Let me, let me, uh, let me, <laughs> Jared S. He, he was a C like... on
0: his jersey, apparently, I think. he. yeah, <laughs>
1: So, you don't know what he means by this? Let me make sure I'm reading it right. <laughs> Jared from Medina. Yeah, we'll call him that. Uh, summers, in, summers, in, uh, summers in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Says, ask him how he ends up on
3: the shoulders in chicken fights in the pool. <laughs> well, we, I don't know what answer he wants out of me on this one, but I'm, I think I'm like 0 for 5, so it's nothing to brag about <laughs> in my chicken fight career. Um, yeah, that was Cabo. We had a lot of chicken fights in Cabo yeah. this year, and I didn't win a single one. So if that's his backhanded jab, I'm gonna have to get him back next time. yeah why didn't you text me when he was here last year? I week? know I should have. Jared asked from a diner.
1: <laughs> I should. I should have. Um, I loved, by the way. His his wife put out Instagram pictures of their anniversary. Their anniversary, and, and I this, got in there. you're just scrolling through, and all of a sudden you see <laughs> Danny Middleton. and Jared <laughs> posing in bed, and in the right side of the bed I'm is Jake. I'm sitting
3: with a double chin just on my phone, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Didn't tag me either. <laughs> didn't even,
3: didn't tag me. Oh my God.
0: Good. You guys have obviously been, you know, partners for a little while now. you seem to different personalities, you and Spurgeon. Like, how do you guys like, different heights too. Different heights. Like, how you guys, way bigger. I guess you guys are both country music fans too, or like, how are they, how are they different? A little bit. Little bit
3: I'm yeah. not, I wouldn't say I'm a huge country music fan. I enjoy it, but yeah. if I'm in my car alone, it's not the first genre of music I'm going to put on. Again, I love country concerts, and I do enjoy it. I went to that Tyler Childers, a couple of weeks back at uh, the Armory. Okay. Had a blast. Uh, how are we the same? I don't know. Not much. Not, not a lot <laughs> is the same. Very and Yang there. But uh, great guy. I love playing with him. His family's awesome. We love hanging out with him. We did a game night the other night. I won a lot more game night games than I did in chicken fights. So <laughs> that's a win. You can bring that up to Jared S. from Edina next yeah, time. Yeah.
1: Tony, I got a, uh, a Tony D. asked a question too. Yeah,
3: from Woodbury? Yeah, from yeah Woodbury. <laughs> Tony okay. D. from
1: Woodbury. Wants to know uh, why you wear a robe
3: around the locker room all the time.
1: <laughs> Do you want to be Hugh Hefner, he says.
3: He, that was his idea. <laughs> and it's because I wear my little jock strap only. But it's funny that Tony has the audacity to say that because any time I'm only wearing that thing, he seems to pop up in the room. So it's funny he would, he would say that.
1: Oh, man. Let's talk about... Uh, actually, I want to ask you about the World Championships. Because yeah. uh, somebody told me that you had an outstanding time there. What was, oh, that? It, what was, was it like? Fun.
3: You it guys was trained fun. in Budapest, right? We did Budapest. I think I missed two days in Budapest. How um,
1: amazing is Budapest, though?
3: I, I got to be honest. I didn't get to see too much of it. Oh, okay. It. Uh, I saw it from, like, the nighttime and yeah, the dark I, yeah, walking that. to um, establishments. Yeah. But, no, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It looked beautiful from our hotel room everywhere. But we, it was kind of weird because we were there with the, the Hungarian team. Mm-hmm. So they would train in the morning and we would train in the afternoon. So it didn't leave, like if we had a one o'clock practice, it didn't leave much time to go and play tourist. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still, it was an awesome experience and, and beautiful countryside and, and had a blast while we were over there.
0: Yeah. Not every player goes to that or they want to enjoy their off season. I know it's such an important thing to play for your country. Like, you know, you actually wanted to go there and win, right? So like what yeah. was that moment like to actually be able to chance to do that and i never mm-hmm. won anything before, yeah.
3: so it was, uh, it was really cool for me to be able to be a part of it. Um, a <laughs> lot of fun. Uh, great. Like in Hockey Canada, it was just, uh, even the way they treated our wives and family mm-hmm. when they came down, um, it was tremendous the way they treated everyone and, and how close everyone got in such a, a short span. I know I talk about how, how close-knit the, the Wild are, and everyone talks about that, and that was a team where we kind of did the same thing in a matter of 10 days. And it and it helped us achieve the final goal of winning a gold medal, and uh, just an overall tremendous experience. I think my wife would say the same with how uh, Hockey Canada went about things, and it was just uh, it was a blast. Yeah,
1: let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your road to this spot, uh, Jake. I mean, you just
0: I, across the bridge. Yeah, I know. Like yes. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> That's how I got right here. across here, one point three um, miles, just across yeah. the bridge. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. you know,
1: last pick in the twenty fourteen draft. I remer- that that draft is fascinating to me because I was talking to your agent Joey Resnick for that feature i wrote on you last year and in the sixth round he was so worried that you weren't going to get drafted that i don't even think he told you but he accepted an amateur tryout at at development camp yeah no
3: you were the first guy i think you told me that at castro yeah with the florida panthers yeah because i had i had no idea about that and uh
1: Um, and so you know then you're, you're the last pick in the 2014 draft where are you when that happens what did you think when it happens all that stuff i was
3: at the blue jays game um I think I threw my phone ten rounds after, or ten (laughs) rows after about the fifth round. Uh Um, Again, I didn't have high expectations going into the draft. I was kind of well aware where I was sitting, and that'd be a a a lucky scenario were it to happen. Um, But at a certain point, you're kind of young and naive, and you're seeing guys get drafted, and Mm -hmm. you think, okay, if he's going now, I'm pretty sure I could make Mm -hmm. it, right? Great players. I got the last laugh, as of right now, for, yeah. for most of them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, so it was frustrating at the time. But, uh, I mean, it worked out now. So it, it, no I'm, I'm amazed at
1: how many last picks in the draft actually make it. Like Hans Janssen, Kim Janssen, Patrick Cornquist that have had yeah.
3: these great careers. And well, you... so I think it was Zach Trotman, too, yeah. went. he was playing in the NHL for, what did it have been, Boston? It yep. wasn't L.A. yet, but he no. was playing for Boston. And I had seen he was, and he was only four years before me. Mm-hmm. I want to say more, four or five, so that was kind of nice to be able to look at an NHL roster and see <laughs> someone had went in the position you did um, a couple of years prior. So it wasn't like the walls came caving in on me or anything, mm-hmm. but it was. Uh, it was, and I still got to go to LA for development camps, which for where I was from, pretty pretty cool.
1: But yeah. but a tedious road. I mean, you you had a I mean AHL deals. You're sleeping. I mean, my favorite story is that you're sleeping. It was so expensive to live San, in San Jose on an AHL deal yeah. that you were living on a mattress in a dining room of two yeah. teammates. Yeah, One being Brodzinski, of, right?
3: Yeah, uh, Michael Brodzinski was my roommate there, Blaine, Minnesota, shout out. Played with Johnny, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, and that was a scenario, too, because it was an American League deal. They had told me, we're not certain you're going to stay here the whole year. They had the, uh, the opportunity to send me back to junior, and they had kind of told me it would be like the end of November. Mm-hmm. They would do that. And I was alone in the hotel with no car, no nothing. So Johnny and Michael were like, well, you can just buy a mattress and live on our floor. And then if they send you home, they send you home. And we can move forward after that. And I never got sent home. And I couldn't afford, like, an eight-month lease on my own place. So they were just like, you can stay here. It's fine. So I just lived in the, in the dining room.
0: <laughs> what they charge you for the dining room? It's 1000 bucks. We
3: went, 1000 bucks, Like 3000 for the whole place. Mm-hmm. And we... Each paid a thousand. So I went home with no money that year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know no one ever feels comfortable even in the NHL or even when you're playing, but when did you kinda of start to feel like, hey, I have my footing here that I can be like a regular in the NHL and just need my chance to do it? Like when did you kind of feel maybe Uh oh I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I would
3: love to say it was when I scored my empty net goal against Ottawa that was like, I was like, all right, if I can score on no goalie, I'll be all right in this league, you know? <laughs> but, but no, I remember, uh, I just remember getting in a few fights and I got to play like my first game, first regular season game of the year I like stepped in and made the opening night roster I got to play like 16 and a half minutes and I had a fight which was like I was expecting (laughs) like a nice smooth nine minutes against the fourth line type thing Mm -hmm. and uh, after that I was kind of like okay if that's I can do this you know this will be okay um I'm still not comfortable at all I mean it feels better getting a three-year deal than it did bouncing around on on one-year deals and that type of thing but no I don't think you're ever comfortable but just uh that first game
0: kind of I was like all right I can do this you know I think you're a pretty humble guy think I mean, It probably comes from your family too. I know, like, I guess your dad would get up at four in the morning. Like, you remember him getting up that early, or were you even up that, that yeah, yeah, no, way? Yeah, yeah, no, I remember. Steve and Darlene. Yeah, no,
3: they worked so hard for my brother and I growing up that uh, I guess that's kind of work. I think if you asked them, they'd say I'm borderline arrogant. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, were, they, uh, they worked so hard and, and kind of gave us that opportunity to do everything we've been able to do. So can't thank them enough. Yeah,
1: and, uh, you know, I mean, he worked at a Toyota plant forever, right? Your mm-hmm. mom worked, uh, where did she work again?
3: Right now, she's marketing with the company, but she had worked at the local newspaper right. for a long time, restaurants, everything. every Any kind of job that put food on the table, they were uh, they were never too proud to do it. Yeah. And uh, always did it with a smile on their face, and, and that's kind of where my family tree comes from.
1: Yeah, and Darlene, uh, your mom says that you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth, and that you and your brother, I mean, would do everything from bricklaying to... I mean, this is even you as a pro. Yeah, yeah. You're going well, back in the summers and, and working odd jobs and things like that. Yeah.
3: I. So in high school, it was like a, it was a necessity. Like, we had cars. My brother and I, we, my parents, actually, I should say, they bought us a car. And then at 16, they bought us a, a stick shift Pontiac Vibe.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And they said, this is how you have to learn to drive. And it was actually, like, in our family when we were 14, so... They thought we couldn't steal it. We stole it. Like we stole. <laughs> I learned to drive stick on my own, basically. If like my mom asked, she taught me. Uh-huh. But I learned to drive stick, stealing this car whenever they were away at, at, at hockey tournaments with my brother. But, uh, yeah, no, we, they got us a car, and they said, you can have it, but you have to pay the insurance. So it was a matter of if you wanted to pay the insurance and have your own wheels, you had to go get a job. And then when my brother turned 16, I, he got the car because that's what I got, so then I had to go and buy my own car. Upgraded to a, an automatic Pontiac vibe. Um, but yeah, no, so it was always just something you did. And then as far as when, when pro hockey was going on, I, it wasn't that I needed to work. It was I, that when that COVID year happened, we took yeah. whatever it was eight months off. I was bored. Like, I was bored. So I just went and uh, built some fences and decks with uh, a
0: friend of mine who owns a construction company to, to keep busy. Really cool. Well, you got your first big deal, I guess, you know, becoming a millionaire and that kind of thing, yeah. what was your first splashy expense? I know you, you know, didn't come from much, so you probably like, what's your first big splashy expense? Like this is something, okay, I've been, I have money now to do this. I could go, was it getting a bike or was it the kind of thing that you- I mean the bike,
3: no, cause I've had my bike since I was 20. I have bought like other ones, mm-hmm. but I got rid of them. Um, I would actually say my biggest expense was going on a vacation this year for All-Star mm-hmm. break. I was always like, I don't want to spend money on a vacation, you know, <laughs> like I'd rather spend it elsewhere. Um, so I did, I, I bought my dad a motorcycle, but that wasn't a crazy expense. It was an older nostalgic one. Um, so yeah, I guess going on vacation for, for seven. And the the Cabo one you had to do. The entire team was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I even, I upgraded to like the nice, uh, (laughs) resort. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the funny part. (laughs) Uh,
1: Like you could tell the pictures. You had the, the, the millionaires, the established players on the team staying at the nice resort. And then the. Kind of entry level yeah, guys. Yeah, the entry level guys, and yeah. I'm
3: looking at my wife. I'm like, "Can we just go to the entry level <laughs> one, please? Like, can we just do that?" Yeah. But uh, we did it. We had a blast too, so we're happy. Happy. I was we did it. I
1: was with Kaprizov in Florida for the All-Star game, and yeah. I actually felt bad for him because it was so obvious on uh, what he was missing yeah. on social media. He
3: does. He fortunate for him though. There's a huge Russian community out that way, yeah. right? So he wouldn't Yeah been So able he was to, with uh, Shosturkin
1: with... and Sorokin and all that. Yeah. 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 But I actually felt bad for him because, like you know, I even asked him at one point in the locker room in Florida. I'm like, you know, like, what do you think of the Hikabo trip? He goes, I wish I was there. Uh-huh. So I mean, uh, it, yeah, it was. Uh, I felt bad for him.
0: You you live in the same kind of area as like Shaw and and Dewar it's like that. Yep. What's that, that dynamic like? Where do they come over? and You guys like jam out on the guitar sometime like that? Or what's the I dynamic of you guys like with them?
3: Before I shouldn't say that Sammy Walker he can jam too. I don't know if you knew that I'm gonna might have just sewered him on a podcast, (laughs) but he can play guitar and sing too. I've never seen them, uh, seen them play guitar, but yeah, and I don't usually they're younger, right? So if I'm stopping in, it's for like a nightcap type thing. They like throwing parties. Don't tell Goose because uh, he's renting. Deposit, the security yeah, deposit's already the, been paid. So right? Mace, I Mason and I'm Connor Connor myself a hole in, here. Yeah. Hey?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get him another beer.
1: Um, but yeah, the uh, uh, rents his, uh, his
0: his townhome over to Sean Durer, yeah. If you haven't yeah. read Joe's pieces on this, yeah. And so did they. It uh, wasn't a joke that they like they kick... Boldy's dad out or Boldy's dad wanted to stay later I was night. there that night yeah. I was yeah, there yeah. that night yeah we had went to Jack's actually mm-hmm.
3: and uh, oh my gosh this is terrible can you remind me Boldy's dad's name uh, Todd Todd, Todd, Todd that's yeah. right yeah he uh, and he had came out with all of us for the entire night yeah. and then it was finally 2.30 in the morning I wanted 2 o'clock in the morning and, and Matt was like tucking his dad into an uber and he's like okay you can go home now like you'll you text me when you get home type <laughs> <Yeah>. thing
1: <laughs> i i did that story because it was like a couple days later he had the hat trick yeah and uh yeah. and that was when uh boldy uh, todd yeah. got it that's like right when hat, he got hot again yeah yeah finally, got right? hot yeah. like stuck in the net and all that stuff mm-hmm. and and he said the last thing that my son said to me as i left the place was text me when you get home and i'm like all of a sudden i'm in this uber realizing like i'm suddenly <laughs> the son uh-huh. and he's the father uh-huh. you know it's like uh, so, it's, it's pretty cool. So, the other thing, like, like, it was really cool when you got here. You basically, like, I own, like, four T-shirts. They're all black and white. A yeah. couple pairs of jeans. It's like a jacket. You, yeah. You've
3: expanded your wardrobe a little bit, though, right? I got more jackets. <laughs> uh, I, and I upgraded. I used to buy fresh clean tees, mm-hmm. which were just cotton, like... Uh, I, I upgraded to like they're like 50/50 polyester and cotton now, <laughs> but they still come in five packs. So I still have my five and five right. black and white. But I do have, uh, even though like fall and spring are kind of non-existent here, it just goes like winter to construction. Mm.
2: Um, <laughs> <I> felt- <laughs> so true.
3: Um, but yeah, so I still have a couple of jackets and that, and I did I upgraded the jeans too. Um, they're not as stretchy as the uh-huh. ones I would buy online, but they're nice. My wife likes them. She picked them out. <laughs> so I got those, but yeah, the wardrobe doesn't change much.
0: Yeah. How'd you get your wife meet? How'd you guys get High together? High school sweethearts.
3: Wow. Yeah. Tenth grade. She was doing all my homework
0: and everything. And <laughs> I, I, uh, now she now we're married. So that's That's awesome. That's yeah. like, you know, that's something that doesn't happen all the time anymore. Right. No. So it's, no. uh, I mean, it's normal for me, I guess, yeah. right? What was so, your first date? What was your first uh, miniature golf type thing? Or what was the... I'm going
3: to take myself a deeper hole again now. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doing I homework, couldn't... maybe studying study together? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you. I truly
3: I <laughs> I, I really don't know. I, would, I wouldn't know what it would be. Tell us about
1: your brother. Um, you've always said that you think that he should be in the NHL. I do. Uh, he's, he's bigger than you, Huge. taller than you, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. plays with the Colorado Eagles, just yeah. signed
3: a new... You got another two years there. Yep. Um, Personality-wise, if you look at Moose, when Moose is at, like, his goofiest, kind yep. of, that is my brother. Uh-huh. Just, like, maybe my brother's like a camel compared to Moose being a moose. You know, <laughs> like, they're just the same kind of gangly, goofy, big dudes. Right. And, uh, and that's my not-so-little brother.
1: Yeah. And didn't you tell me that, like, you could text him and you might not hear back for, like, five days or something? Five
3: like- days, three weeks. <laughs> like... You text him, and then you call him, and then you text him again, and he's like, until something in his life he thinks he needs to call you about, <laughs> then he'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw you called me. I was like, that was three and a half weeks ago. <laughs> like, where, where have you been? Oh, I've been golfing and hanging out. I'm like, all right, whatever. And he's on an NHL two-way, right? Yep. So there's always yep. that chance that one day
1: you could play against him, right? Yep. How yep. big of a dream would that be?
3: Yeah, it'd be really cool. I mean, I wouldn't want to deal with him if I was on the other team. <laughs> yeah. But, how, uh, how about
1: the night that I was with you at the end of the season, and you're like, uh, and I said, weren't you go, going to visit your brother? And you're like, actually, he has a game tonight. And I look online, he scored, scored the, the overtime OT winner. That's right. Yeah. Yes,
3: I do remember that. Um, yeah, so that but they lost two yeah. games later. Yeah, I, think I know. Was. But was uh, it against
1: San Diego, or or it's it no, Palm Springs. Right? Palm Springs, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, Palm Springs. So they lost to Palm Springs that round, and then Palm Springs lost in the Calder Cup finals. Right.
0: Who yeah. scored? It was. Uh, the Coachella Valley?
1: No, no the Hershey goal. Um, oh, I can't... Oh, Sam Annis, right? No, who well, was it? I
3: thought it was a local guy from this area. Oh, it might have been. I don't even I know. remember. Was it Annis? Or no, was no. He? Who he it... was... I don't know. Somebody's saying out here. Yeah, Google it. Can't
1: hear. Um, the, uh, you mentioned Moose. I'm always fascinated by the relationship that with Moose is with everybody. I, I still remember... Uh, didn't you get into it with him in a game in San Jose? There was like one no. game in San Jose where you had like three or four. Yeah, no, minors. that was
3: yeah, that was in San Jose. <laughs> I didn't get into it with Moose. He, oh God, <laughs> I maybe gotten, maybe you know if you tell the story, maybe don't say the refs. I name. won't say the yeah, word yeah. or the ref's name. Yeah, yeah, I had gotten three minors, and the third one yeah. was on Moose, and it wasn't really a penalty whatsoever. And Moose looked at me and said, "Holy mids, did you?" Something with this someone, someone, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I look <laughs> and I looked at said someone and said, "Yeah, did I say something to someone, someone?" And now I have night terrors the night before I see this guy yeah, coming I, to officiate a game. Yeah, I think I, I,
1: my advice to you is just one one day next season when he's working again, you just got to skate up to him and like look. Oh I no, can't. no, no!
3: I've tried. I've yeah, tried. Yeah. That's. Uh, again, dug myself a hole that that one is... Not, I'm not going to get out of that one, I don't yeah, think. Yeah,
0: yeah. Speaking, ca- speaking of characters in your guys' room, a guy you'll probably fly off by Miss next year is Matt Dumba. Uh, what f- favorite story you have of him behind the scenes? I know he's a very, you know, for character. He likes to make jokes, likes to get guys. the guys. Energy guy, like, what's your favorite Matt Dumba story you can share? Oh, gosh.
3: I don't know. He's just such a good guy. Like, we've had ones where... I'll say, so we were in... Um, Carolina one time and across from Carolina the hotel there's a kind of a bar like Elsie's here with just pooling and or pooling bowling and pool tables and dartboards and all that type of thing yeah right uh and no, exactly. uh, yeah right across from yeah. the and like everything is house.
1: like uh it's it's like movie themed right yeah. right yeah
3: yeah and anyway we had just been in there and there was a handful of us it was an off day and we were uh drinking and eating and playing pool and bowling and all that and I think Dums was only there for 15-20 minutes and he had covered the whole tab and it's just things like that that he does where he's just such a good guy nah. and he likes taking care of everyone and, and leading the way and yeah he's going to be missed for sure but he's going to do great wherever he ends up because he's just that, that type of guy.
0: Well, what was your handshake with him? Do you have a handshake with everybody? Didn't you have a handshake or like a greeting thing for everybody? No, or,
3: no, no. Uh, I'm terrible at handshakes. I got the memory of a goldfish so I can't like <laughs> game to game I wouldn't be able to, uh, to remember what I'm supposed to do how the tarp soft thing come about? I mean, that just came naturally? Yeah, I just, just don't wear a shirt. That's <laughs> it was, it was never supposed to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, then everybody just emulated you. Well, so you. it started, I, in San Jose, I had, they made me put on a shirt if I ever went to do an intermission interview. Mm-hmm. The media guy would actually give me a shirt. So then when I got here, um, Sickman, Aaron Sickman, uh, I forgot to reply to his text this afternoon saying I was coming, so just <laughs> let him know I showed up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so he had asked me he said you can you do an interview and I said yeah I just let me go grab a shirt and he said no no you're fine You don't need one I said okay and I wasn't it was I didn't think anything of it I just was just going to go do the interview with Gorgy. So I didn't know it was going to turn into to what it turned into I think Rebo made it take off a lot though just with him being the media personality Yeah, yeah. TNT you know and all that stuff he, uh, Yeah he really ran with it You knew so. that you knew that it was becoming a thing when Addison just
1: shows up there and out yeah. Of his shirt. Yeah, yeah.
3: barrel chested <laughs> Addy, he's <Addison's> coming out <laughs> I think he does he wear the heart rate monitor too? He, uh, I can't even remember. I know you
1: do. I mean that's that's where the heart rate monitor story came from it's when I like started. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's you just wearing a jock strap and a heart rate monitor. Yeah. Socks too though. Yeah. I wear socks. The yeah. You should do the robe
0: ones. next time. Like put him out the robe for for the interview.
1: Yeah. You should
3: do it in like the Hugh Hefner robe. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe. I don't know.
3: If we're winning, maybe I'll do it. But <laughs> it's after a couple yeah. bad ones, yeah, no yeah. chance. I won't even do the interview. Yeah. <laughs> a couple more for you, Jake. Um, uh, obviously, season's
1: coming around, uh, coming up here around the corner. I mean, you got wedding season, all that stuff. But yeah. when do you really, I know you're in the debut league, and all that, but when do you really start your own mind, dialing it up uh, to
3: get ready for, uh, for training camp? My anxiety's already set in from that point of things. I'm thinking everyone else is working way harder than I have mm-hmm. up to right now. Again, I'm working hard. Don't tell anyone I just said that. Um, But no, usually, like when the start of August hits, Mm -hmm. is when you kind of get that, okay, we got to kick it into gear here Mm -hmm. and and really get after it, so to speak. Um, I like to try and not stop throughout the whole year. Like, I don't, I took six weeks off after I got back, but I didn't really take them off. I was playing tennis and doing yoga Mm -hmm. and that type of thing. I just wasn't power lifting weights or skating or anything like that. So you still stay active and you still keep moving, um, just so you don't lose everything that you have ever worked for um but yeah August 1st I would say in and around that time depending on when camp starts I don't know when that starts but usually six eight weeks out is when you're really starting to to pick it up again.
1: Don't miss out on this fantastic news. Aquarius is having a Connecticut Midsummer Mega Sale. Now through April 12th, Aquarius is offering 25% off any non any new non-electric Connecticut Whole Home Water Treatment Systems. That's right, 25% off a Connecticut Whole Home Water Treatment System. Are you ready for worry-free water, spotless dishes, and softer clothes? Whether you have city or well water at Aquarius, we work hard to earn the right to be recommended by making your home and family Safety, uh, perfect. Comfort is our top priority as your independent, authorized Connecticut dealer. It all starts with a free water analysis, so call them today and get that free water analysis. To learn how to save 25% off and have amazing water, visit ConnecticutMN.com and schedule your free water analysis today. And don't forget to mention Russo sent you. And here is a
4: word from Moe's Tavern. Well, Moe's is a great spot to go watch games during the summertime, and it's located at right connected to Fogarty Ice Arena, but even if you're not there to go inside the arena, it's a great place just to stop in. they got a great menu, great sandwiches. As I've talked about before on this show, I'm a big fan of the pastrami sandwich. Check it out. It's on a pretzel bun. It's it's terrific, but it's a great place. they got great people working there. I ran into one of their bartenders when I was down at the practice range a couple of weeks ago, and... He was in fact that was right when the was it the Robertson Cup that the for the tier two junior hey, team Right. And so they were they were hosting some of that and they had a full staff on hand for it. It's a great place to go in and watch a game, watch the twins during the summer, the wild during the winter. Check it out. It's Mo's at the Ice House at Fogarty Arena.
0: Open a 5.25% annual percentage yield 15 month certificate from Royal Credit Union. Open now at slash certificate 525. Early withdrawal penalties could reduce earnings and principal. APY accurate as of 6 5 Insured by NCUA.
1: And what, what is your offseason training like? What, like where do you do you I just go to... into TRIA. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, TRIA, and we just skate. Andy Ness comes in and skates mm-hmm. us as well. And then we've got a great strength staff there. So mostly, yeah everything's at Tria other than I go to that Lifetime Fitness out in St. Louis Park for, right. for some yoga classes yeah. and that type of thing. I saw
1: Marco Rossi the other day was skating with guys like Lake Wheeler and uh and uh Anders Lee and Yeah, yeah. is that a good group?
3: I don't know where they do those skates. I think Goose is a part of that yeah. group too, right? Yeah. Is that Velocity? Yeah, it, it, yeah,
1: it probably is Velocity. I'm
3: not sure. I like when they do the small area games. I should probably try, but <laughs> I like I I just got to high flip it and pass it to Spurge. So was like, <laughs> trying to deep through guys in a small area game yeah. isn't going to do me any good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you uh, not made changes to the roster. One guy I think you guys are going to love to have around is Pat Maroon. Have you heard from him since he got traded to, to the no, team? No, I mean, and like, he got uh, added
3: to our group chat. Mm-hmm. So he threw his name in there. He actually sent a, a picture of, I, I think there was a misunderstanding. Yeah, I think he thought Tony DeCosta, our equipment manager, was in our group because he sent a picture of like a two by four and he said, "You can just <laughs> order me these, Tony, uh-huh. for next season." But uh, so it seems like he's got a great sense of humor yeah. and a winning pedigree, which will be be nice to have.
1: Yeah, exactly. You had a question, right? You could, all right, I got you right when you're uh, you could just scream it out. I'll uh, I'll I'll repeat it on the uh, for the people listening at home. So the question for people listening at home is, uh, so Jake obviously played with Eric Carlson in San Jose. He is a uh, heck of a player that is looking to get out of San Jose.
3: What makes him such a great player? I wish I had the answer for that. I don't, oh gosh, what makes him so good? Obviously his skating. Um, His skating, it sets him apart two, three strides and he's 12 feet away from you. Um, his hands, his vision. That's, that's that's such a tough. It's not like a, I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know how to answer that. Um, what was it like I, on that team? I mean,
1: you have, you, you played with Pavelski and Kator and uh, Brent Burns across. Yeah. I mean, the high hurdle,
3: high end players. Like when you could look at a guy like Bernsey, he was just a machine. Yeah, like a machine. He would work out. He'd show up to the rink three and a half hours before the game. He'd basically do a workout before the game. Um, He'd work out again after, and he'd play 30-some minutes that night and have the puck on his stick for 10, 12 of those minutes. Um, But, yeah, just their work ethic night in, night out um, is something special. Leadership, when you look at Tommy, Cooch, and Pabs, their leadership Mm -hmm. set them apart, and Carl, Carl, what sets Carl, Carl apart, my answer is how carefree he is. It's almost like an anomaly because he, it looks like he could be smoking a cigarette while he's playing a game and just like chilling.
0: Effortless, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: effortless. So uh, I would say that's what sets him apart. I wish I knew more about it because I'd like to steal some from him, but it was uh, yeah, special players.
1: Yeah. Couture is, I mean, you know, i am close with that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, his His leadership abilities, I mean, I'm sure there are times that he gets frustrated being there, but yet he seems to come out there every night, and he's such a gamer. And I think that is one big reason why San Jose needs to get back to the playoffs. This is one of the great playoff performers in yeah, our world. Yeah, he is.
3: He's, he's done that for, for a long time, right? He was, and he's, if you look at it, too, he's probably, again, I don't have the stats for it, but I'd imagine as far as forwards go, he's probably one of the leading shot blockers mm-hmm. in the NHL, and he's, what, 33 years old now? He's been around for 12, 13 years. Um, lays his body on the line all the time. And that's, again, that speaks to his leadership and just
1: yeah. you know
0: how
3: good of a man he is.
1: you got to look at his uh, playoff stats
0: are just unreal. So it's obviously golf season for a lot of guys. And uh, how, What's your golf game like? And any, Anybody close to Matt Boldy on the team? Anybody can, can play with him? Gus uh,
3: Nyquist, when he was here, he was like a plus two handicap as well. Um, Dums is a golfer. Hartsey mm-hmm. is a, a tremendous golfer as well. I used to golf a lot. I don't much anymore. I went out today to that Jablonski Foundation uh, tournament. We won. Quick plug.
2: There you go. <laughs> the scramble. So they use all, they scramble, use all of your shots. Yeah. They use all. No, of
3: your I was good for. Th- <laughs> I was good for two drives and two putts, and and I showed up. So that was uh, that was my contribution to the to the round today. But we played with a guy Marcus who was. Uh, I mean, he's like trying to be a professional, so he was the backbone of our team. And anything we missed, we just relied on him for the rest of it
1: it's amazing how many golf tournaments there are in in the summertime for pro i was just on a flying back from sicily i flew jfk to uh here the other day yeah. sitting next to butch goreng who's going up to the dale howard shop tournament okay in i mean it's just it's endless
3: the amount of things that yeah. hockey players can do in the off season. yeah it's uh it's a blast i mean yeah. we're it's like being a teacher right you get the summers off you can't uh, can't complain but, yeah, no, it's, uh, the golf tournaments are fun. I enjoy that much more than going out and having to hit my own ball every time yeah. and hoping <laughs> for the best as yeah. I watch it fly through the air.
1: Expectations for the season, Jake. I mean, uh, obviously, disappointing end to last season. Uh, I know that, you know, being up 2-1 in the series and then not, not getting it done, I know how disappointing. I just imagine um, how much you guys look back and wish that Eric Sinek was healthy and Hartsey was healthy. And yeah. The, you know, yeah, what, Kirill. Like, yeah.
3: He, we had a – it was a tough timing. Um, tough timing for us, but it's one of those things. I know there's, like, uh, kind of that narrative that it's losing. I know I've been a part of two of them, but I came in so late that it feels like we're just kind of beginning. And then you look at the Matt Boldies and the Connor Doers and the Duhames and that, um, the young core that's coming in, even with the prospects they have, um, it's, it's really looking up. And, again, I, it might be naive of me to say um, – only being here for so long, but it does look like things are going to be very positive here, especially given how much money will be available in the coming years. It looks mm-hmm. like uh, a, they could make a bang.
0: Like, I think Alex Galgasi mentioned this after the alumni game, too. He's like, a lot of teams' cores go through a lot of some years of losing before they end up breaking through. And well, I know it's, well, it's I saw Colorado. that in Tampa when I was there before. Yeah. And like, yeah, you saw it not, with Tampa. Not everybody, you know, always wins, but I'm saying like there's a maturing process or a you have to go through some of the losing before yeah. that that eventually over the hump, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like so. Co-
3: Colorado. What, what, mm-hmm. When did M- McKinnon come in? 2013?
0: 2013, 2014, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 2013, yeah, 2013. 2013 draft,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then what was it, 2021? Mm-hmm. They they finally got over the hump, yeah. and they had went through first-round losses, mm-hmm. second-round losses. Did they do a conference final in that span, too?
0: Uh, did they lose to Vegas? They the did. Yeah, yeah, they oh, did. No.
3: Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, because it was all, and you just you see it with with every good team yeah. that that goes through it. And if it's a good organization behind them who sticks with the belief of of what they've got going on, um, that's two two options we've showed that have come out on top. So it's something to look forward to.
1: Yeah. Um, off season though, uh, you know, not a lot happened. I mean, do you, does, is that a good thing? Do you think in terms of like you know cohesion and things like that, or um, just knowing that you have the same group coming back next year?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a uh, It's a good thing. You always want to add and get Mm -hmm. better, but at the same time, we didn't get any worse, Mm -hmm. right? And everyone's maturing by one year and uh, has been through some ebbs and flows that we went through. And uh, yeah, so I think it's a good thing. Um, Obviously, as I'm sure anyone you would talk to, you wish you had more options that you could use. But for where we're at and what we got going on, uh, I
0: think it's really good. I yeah. covered, covered the Frozen Four and the Gophers were there, obviously, and Brock Faber and how like devastating that was to lose in the final game. But then like three days later, he was playing the NHL, and like yeah. two weeks later, he's playing in double overtime game in Game One yeah. of the playoffs. Like, what struck Throwing you the stick most? On puck and yeah. saving a goal, saving, for a goal, us. saving the game. Probably and that's like what struck you the most. He's such a young kid. I mean, he just barely even, fin- I mean finished school yet. Like, what was your impression of him and what struck out by him? When how? Him?
3: First thing I noticed was how calm he was for being what is he twenty years old? I don't even think he's twenty one yet. Um, how calm he was in those high-pressure situations. The other thing I noticed was how powerful he was. If you look at him, he looks like he'd be, like, kind of baby fat mm-hmm. and chunky. <laughs> uh, again, digging the hole. <laughs> again, uh, he's not. He's you look, built the,
0: you look at the glasses, too, kind of like yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but uh, just how explosive he is. He, he covers ground so quickly. And you, you, you notice it when he's defending top line players, just how, how quick he is and explosive he is. And it's one of the, he's going to play a long time in the NHL and he's going to have a great career. You can just see he's already, already got that yeah. in him.
1: Well, Jake, uh, you know, really appreciate you coming out. We, we kept you way longer than I probably, than you probably I got nothing going on. You don't okay, you got to worry about you. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, really, uh, really cool of you to come on out. I remember you know talking to Joe Resnick for that story that I did on you, and I, I I think it's really neat that like he you know this is a an agent that's had huge players like Rick Nash and and Logan right Logan yeah, yeah
3: Jumbo well yeah. Jumbo's yeah Joe Thorn yeah
1: and um he said that one of the most thrilling calls he ever made was calling you to let you know that you signed your three year deal
3: here. That's one of the most thrilling phone calls I've ever gotten. Somebody yeah. felt yeah. that way. And
1: it took two phone calls to get the deal done, right? Two phone calls, yeah, yeah. no, it was great. I, I said negotiator. we should sign the first one, and then he's like, no, 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 Wait, <laughs> Let me do my job now. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. wonder how much money the Wild would have saved on that deal. Yeah, yeah right? no kidding, I said,
3: "Send yeah. first phone call, I said, send the paperwork. He's like, no, yeah. no, no, this is where I do my job now, okay? You just trust me. <laughs> I was like, don't F it up, because yeah. I'll take that one if they need yeah. me to. It was funny because, uh, so that was the
1: day, the day, so you signed the night before, and then you had the, your conference call with us, and I, yep. I'll never forget this. Um, I, I was actually left Marc-Andre Fleury's house. That's like, right. F- yeah, 50 yes. minutes away from, uh, from, from in uh, Quebec, 50 minutes from Montreal, and I'm driving this Tesla back to the city. I'm trying to get the Bluetooth to work because I had to get on your conference yeah. call, but I remember cutting short the interview with Flower because because <laughs> I had to hey, I got a Jake Middleton well, Thomas call. That's good. Flower
3: cut my trade deadline acquisition short because yeah. they picked him up like 25 minutes <laughs> yeah, later. You were so. like, the, like, oh, and also they traded uh, for yeah. Jake Middleton. Also, Mitch is coming too, but yeah, don't yeah. worry about him. It was
1: funny, and then, and then, of course, that day, same thing. You write this huge Jake Middleton story, then all of a sudden... Five Flower hours later, traded, Flower yeah. resigned. Yeah. And all right, we got to cut the uh, Middleton story down. Now <laughs> no. all of a sudden it's like a note. Yeah, so. we're going back and forth, Flower. Yeah, now, I know. So. Man, he just seems eight wins away from uh, being second all time in, in victories. Well deserved. Yeah. Such a What's, great What, what is, That'll be your last question. What is that guy like in the room? Has he gotten you with a prank yet?
3: Well, I, he hasn't gotten me directly. Um, Indirectly, I got some shaving cream on me one time from a guy's towel that he put on his face. I got some ricochet shots from it. Was
1: that in Montreal?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes, it was. Boldy and Goligosky got it, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, but, yeah, no, I haven't had it. I haven't been personally pranked, so I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, he's good. He's just so fun. So he's almost, like, kind of quirky, right? Like yeah. he. Pretty carefree, like just strolls in right at the two-hour mark. Yeah. Doesn't really get ready right away or anything. He just always kind of bouncing around, chit-chatting, and then the puck drops, and he's one of the most athletic people I've ever seen and most dialed-in people I've ever seen. So yeah. very cool to to get to experience playing with a, a guy like him.
0: I love how he, like, thanks the post after, like, puck yeah, hits the post merci, he, in French. And yeah, and merci, it, thank you. Yeah. yeah, no, very cool. Any superstitions <laughs> on your end? Any superstitions that you have? In your game that you uh, follow? Um, yeah, I'm pretty routine oriented. I w-
3: I'm a little stitious, but not that superstitious. <laughs> uh, I got to put my, my left side on first. Mm-hmm. Left, well, no, I'm lying. I got to put my left leg through my jock first, but then every other thing goes right side first, <laughs> except for my <laughs> pants. I, when I put my pants on, I go left skate first. Um, but nothing crazy, right? <laughs> like just, just <laughs> out of the middle stuff.
1: How did like like how did it come like I gotta think it's uncomfortable to not wear any underwear under your gear? Like like no shirt, no anything. It's no,
3: see I get like claustrophobic if I'm wearing and I sweat, like I run hot. That's the joke, right? I, yeah. I run hot. And so if I wear like uh clothes, if I wear the tight fitting ones, I feel like Gross. Yeah, I feel tight and claustrophobic and if I wear the loose ones, it feels yeah. like I put on 15 pounds of sweat Just soaking everything up. So I just let it breathe and drip down to my skates because I already got heavy boots So if they get a little <laughs> heavier, it's not that big of a deal right
1: and you're just but isn't it doesn't it feel like you're, you're Like in an ocean. In no, I feel like
3: I'm breathing. I feel Realized? free. Yeah Did
1: you play with Auntie anti-ranta in uh, San Jose or no? No. Okay. No. Because He was telling me that that it gets so hot in San Jose that you feel like you're, like, as a goalie, that you have to change your... your See, I think every
3: like. rink in the NHL is just a sauna, like uh-huh. very hot. It's not bad here on some nights, right, because mm-hmm. it's so cold here, but uh, yeah, a lot of the rinks are like Vancouver, Calgary, yep. holy smokes, like Arizona right now is how those rinks feel yeah. to me.
1: Last question, by the way. So that's a fourth last I, I question. Know, I, I know, think right. <laughs> I know. also the story it. of his career <laughs> right there. I mean, I also I'm also, the first person to hear this stuff. I know, also like. told last everybody a guy here. We'll just keep keep it thirty minutes. I think when you and I had lunch at Kincaid's last year, yeah. it was supposed to be a twenty-minute lunch. Next thing, we were like an hour and a half. Um, are you so Joe and I were just uh, meeting up to go over next year's schedule on our travel? Yeah. Are you aware that you guys are in Vegas on Super Bowl Sunday with the Super Bowl in Vegas? No. Don't you think you need to call Andrew Height right now and make yeah, sure he secures... That 30, yeah, should we all call him right now? Like
3: a, <laughs> we all call a right a now. A suite
1: at Allegiant Stadium for the Minnesota Wild at
3: the Super Bowl on the team. I think that would be a tremendous idea. I think I you got to call him right from
1: Hotels
0: here. are very cheap, by the way, just FYI. Hotels so there is, honestly... <laughs> the Golden Nuggets <laughs> we were, running a <laughs> deal. We Hotel looking, 6 is like $400. <laughs> that, you know.
1: The residence in airport is $2,700 a night. I told Joe he's going to have to sleep on the street.
0: Yeah. Maybe we need a mattress and put it in somebody's like, living room somewhere, right? I need to get a mattress. Maybe, and they can yeah. like, charge like you a thousand <laughs> bucks for the month. Yeah. But.
1: Well, hey, Jake, I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, training camp, what, six weeks away?
3: Um, no, more than that. No. Yeah, maybe seven. Yeah, what is it? it maybe eight. September
1: so 27 or 8th. Probably
3: oh, okay. right?
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't so
2: know. That's like,
1: yeah,
0: September 21st I'm in town right.
1: like eight days up until then. I'm, I got like yeah. 15 trips coming up. So. Are you playing next Wednesday
3: Where are too? Else
0: you going? The Beauty League and stuff? Are you playing the rest, yeah, rest of the way? Yeah, I think
3: so. Actually, let me. I think I got a... They traded me, though.
0: You
1: got traded?
3: Yeah, I'm on Walser this week. And I was on Element last week, so That's, I don't yeah, know. That, you you got uh, yeah, to get your resume. 6.15 uh, at Braemar.
1: So I got... Uh, you asked where I'm going. I got Charleston. Then, nice. I'm going, then I'm going to Hawaii. Then I'm going to Stockholm for a thing for the NHL in August. Then I got to come back, go to LA, come back, go to Chicago, come back, go to Vegas, then training camp.
3: Are you paying rent? Like, are you, you're more, I, I, yeah.
1: yeah, unfortunately, that's the worst part of it. Yeah. I gotta actually pay my, uh. Pay the mortgage while yeah. you're gone. So, well, that's I got hard. a lot of trouble. Yeah. Good. Italy was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of carbs in Italy. I imagine so. Yeah, some. yeah. But, but it was it was great. It was hot. Uh. Last couple days, and this by, a lot of the people at this table went on the Sicily trip.
2: So, Catania. How it? Good.
1: Yeah. So, Catania, the airport literally caught on fire. It is still closed. And, there's only two airports on Sicily, so Palermo's airport got absolutely just inundated. You couldn't get off the island, so we basically booked like the last train off the island. You again, it's an island. How do you so take, you, train you take an a train off island. You take a train. They actually load the train on the bottom of a ferry, and okay. you go over to mainland Italy, and, and then get to Calabria. Then you take the train like ten hours to Rome. So that was probably what we a did. pretty it, train
3: ride, though. No. Uh it was incredible. No? No, oh, hot. Okay, yeah, it was hot. Yeah,
1: it was <laughs> not a lot of air conditioning. Uh, but it was, it was, it was a fun trip, but we lost our time in Rome. That was, that was the worst Uh-oh. part of it. But, uh, we, uh, some people took advantage of it, got on yeah. the
3: scooters and, oh, that's went and saw
1: everything at
0: night. So it was an awesome trip. So
3: you go anywhere?
0: Yeah, I'm going to Hawaii for my anniversary in September. Nice. So going to Kauai for that, um, the cabin trip in Minnesota for our first one in like early August. And then. I'm from Michigan, so we have a yeah. cottage, we call it Cottage in Michigan, I guess, in Lake, Mich- Lake Traverse City area. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we're, we're going to drive with our dog through the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, yeah, yeah. stay a couple nights there, and then drive it's around. beautiful, that northern yeah. part of Michigan. Upper, Upper Peninsula, Peninsula is that was gorgeous. the first time I
3: went through there. It was mm. beautiful. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's. I'm actually, I'm going to go, I got one more trip. I lied. I got, uh, I'm going to go to Brainerd this weekend. Oh, I nice. Yeah. They got Very that good. Moto America Motorcycle races up there. Oh nice. I, I think I gotta go alone, so I'm just show up and see what it's like. But <laughs> that's awesome. I'm I'm uh, gonna head up that way. That'll be my first yeah. time up that way. How about so. Matt Boldy's gonna be in Brainerd
1: for yeah. that golf tournament of August? Yeah. yeah.
3: he's doing it right too. I think he's renting like a cabin for the whole week. week. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Going up there. Yeah. yeah. Very so sure uh, cool. Shazi and Dewar yeah. and whoever else yeah. little yeah. minions, I love Minnesotans, like they talk about their cabins
1: and it's like ten thousand square feet their cabin. It's like a uh, compound yeah. Yeah, like it's, versus it's, a cabin, yeah. you
0: know? Well, um,
3: we call them cottages back home, and everyone's so like, me. what is yeah, that? Do. And a cottage is normally just like yeah. your two-bed, 2 a little, tight little yeah. thing. Yeah, they're lake houses here. Yeah. They're lake houses, yeah. not little cabins. Yeah,
1: same thing Pierre Lebrun calls it his
0: cottage. His cottage is like a... Well, like posh, place, right? Yeah, yeah, it
3: sounds posh when you say cottage, but yeah. it's... Uh, like
0: Goose's Place. You've been to Goose's Place probably, right? Or no, I've seen
3: pictures of it, and Shazi told me. Goose said the same thing. Yeah, I just... I got a little cabin up in Wisconsin. Goose is like, it's bigger than your house. What are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan McDonough's got his that's where Pat's Pat room Pat
1: was. Yeah, yeah, was Yeah, the I think Goose was with him at the same time. Yeah, yep, yeah, right on Balsam Lake there. So Well hey Jake, uh, really appreciate you coming on out. Um, you know, um this is this is not a normal live show for nope. the worst seats in the house podcast, I'll be honest. Uh there's gotta be over, well over a hundred people in here, so Thanks for you all for coming out as well. Joe and I will wrap up the pod in a, in a couple minutes. But, uh, yeah, thanks for coming, Jake. So I just sit here while you guys well, are doing you know, it? If do you, you're welcome to sit there. I mean, we're gonna last question. Yeah, <laughs> last <laughs> yeah. Got two um, more. Last question. If you, if you want to <laughs> <from> stick around, <laughs> have dinner, uh, have a couple beers, two for one grain belts tonight. Jake. I never had one. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I mean, if you want to stick around, uh, we're just going to open it up to questions for people to come up. But we only have the three mics, so maybe uh, maybe come on up. Use, uh, uh, my, my you, use Joe's around. mic and then we'll put it back on. You, yeah. So you got you to be, uh, you, you can't be too negative with your questions though because we've got it. go to the wild. Uh, no, you have got a first line, first pair of legs. defensemen sitting right here. So if you, actually, if you have any questions for Jake or about or the wild, come on up and uh, ask questions. Again, two for one grain belts right now. Next live show is August 17th at Split Rocks, and then we're back here on the 29th. Who has the first question on the wild or for Jake? We should just make it for
3: Jake though. Well, no, we can do the wild. Not that I I don't... Actually, no. Don't ask me a wild question. All
0: right, my question is, uh, did you get fined for
4: swearing on TNT, and did Biz end up paying the fine for you, like you said he would?
3: I do not believe I was fined for swearing on TNT, no. And I also don't think Biz would have paid my fine (laughs) should I have got fined. But... (laughs) What did you say? It was about Hartsey, right? Yeah, he said he was a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, that's, the, that's the least of what you could say, by the way. That was like, one asked, of the nicest things yeah, you could so, say about Hartsey. So Heartsy. I talked to Hartsey today just to check in on him, and uh, I asked him for some dirt on you, and he would not divulge a thing. So he's a good buddy. He's still a piece of shit. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Next question. Come on up. Up oh, here we go. How old are you? Um, Nine. Who's your favorite wild player?
2: Uh, I don't have one. No pressure. <laughs>
3: uh, my question is, how long do you think it's going to take so you guys till
2: you guys can get the Stanley Cup?
1: Uh, I asked that question to GM at the end of the year. That didn't go well. So, uh, well, we
3: can compare our answers. Yeah. Um, I would love to say next year, the year after, but I do think for sure with where the money's at, again, I don't know anything about that side of the business, mm-hmm. but when you look at money that can be spent after the 2025 season, mm-hmm. that's when pushes can be made to, to really go after uh, a championship like that. Again, it's totally in our belief as players that we can get it done, mm-hmm. if I'm looking at it from a, an upper management standpoint. I think that's what they're they're betting on. Again, totally think with what the group we have, um, if we get over the certain humps. And teams get lucky, right? If you get through it, that's what a lot of playoffs yeah. is, is staying healthy and getting lucky and, and riding a hot goaltender. And, and all those scenarios have to fall into place. So I do think every team believes at any given year they have an opportunity. Um, but I do think it, it should be in the near future that at some point, things are going to go well for this organization in this city. Yep. Great question. You have one, How too? was the answer? Is Billy going to like that?
1: Uh, no, it was a great answer. Uh, yeah. Great so answer. I have a question for all three of you, and then one for Joe. Uh, of the two Russian guys, Yura or Dinov, who are you most excited to see and why? And then you were at the prospects camp. Who surprised you the most? I'm excited to see them both. I mean, we've been writing about these guys for, you know, a long time. Who's on ice longer than, uh, than, than obviously uh, than you're off? I, what I like about both these players is how engaged they, they – you know, they're overseas and they're in the KHL. You would think in their minds that the Minnesota Wild are, like, forever away, maybe not even a reality, and yet everything they do on Instagram, they're liking it. They're just so involved in everything, so – I'm looking forward to seeing them both. And I, I think Kaprizov's looking forward to seeing them both as well. As you wrote at uh, prospect camp, Kaprizov reached out to Yurov, right?
0: Yeah, like a day bef- day before the camp started, he reached out to him. And I think Yurov he, said he's waiting for me, or you know, something yeah, like something yeah. like that. Like I think they're very exciting talents, and it said a lot that Yurov you know made the effort to come to development camp. He had to get permission from his KHL team to come, and then he didn't have to come over to do this camp for three days in St. Paul, but he did. But answer your question. Uh, not those guys, but I think Riley Height was probably the more impressive kid for me, like second round pick who every shot he took, it seemed like he would win the net. And it was, um, just. The blonde
3: a, kid from Barry? What's that? The blonde kid from Barry?
0: Yeah, the uh, second round pick, number 16. Was he last year or this year?
3: This year. No, you're trying, I think Hunter hate. Hunter Haight, Haight, Hunter Haight yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Who's okay. also was yeah. awesome. He, last was, year. he looked yeah. really good at training camp. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you.
0: No, but no, but Riley Haight, was. Same yeah. We have hate
1: Riley Height, and then Andrew Height. Yeah. And they're all spelled different. It's gonna be a
0: line. Who impressed you in the alumni game so much? I wasn't there. You weren't in the game. No, I was getting...
3: <laughs> Joe.
0: You I were there. That you was didn't... your job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> Greg Ostertag was at the game. Okay, there's like lions. Like there's six. There were kids playing in the game. Like everybody was playing in the game. No, Joe. Joe's
1: like that. he was so steady. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack, yeah. Uh, Jacob. I just had a couple, couple
2: questions.
3: Game Jacob manages
1: Maynard's, by the way. So he's was, sure I, you look
3: really familiar. Yeah. I thought I, I'd seen you before. I've gotten really close. I was going
1: to ask, I see Shaw all the time. The yeah. guy can barely walk. What do you think like, the update is on him? Is he going to be okay? He's
3: walking now. Fine. Yeah. He's, he's, really, he's back. He's chilling. He's working hard. Awesome. Um, still the same old, we call him the Alberta shaman. He's, uh, <laughs> he's the same old Shazi. And then my other question is, game
1: two in Toronto, who's dropping the gloves with Revo?
3: Oh, that's uh, a good one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Reeve will fight anyone here. Maybe. Maybe Patty will do it to make a statement when he gets in. That'd probably I think be Moose, the likeliest. Moose probably wants round two. Yeah. Also, I you know? yeah I think I'll, be, I'll a- be there. I'll be thrown
1: a Toronto to Montreal. Yeah. So oh,
3: nice. That's, That's a nice little, little road trip. Yeah, my last
1: question is any like pop-out trades this summer and then how many points will Bedard have this year?
3: Pop-out trades. Like any.
1: Any significant moves in your eyes that have been made? Just that's like around the league. the
3: league. No, I don't. I don't like to. As long as I don't get traded, that's all I'm really watching for. <laughs> as far as Connor Bedard goes, I don't know generational talent. Like, how many points did McDavid have his first year? Or well, he got injured his first year, didn't he? Yeah.
1: Well, no. Was that the first year when he broke
3: his collarbone? Was that? It was I the don't second know. year, wasn't Maybe it? it? it was yeah. just you know, um, like. Aren't
0: you in Shaw from the same hometown too? Aren't you in Shaw? Originally, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh,
3: we're from Wainwright, Alberta. Um, didn't know him at all because I moved when I was 9 or 10. did your parents have it? Was that where they had the
1: restaurant? Yeah, yeah. yeah the honeypot. And pot. it's still in yeah, your my, family,
3: right? My aunt and uncle bought it, and then my cousins now own it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, still in the family. Kind of a dark point. So I don't know what's a good number to throw out there. 55 in its first 82. But zero against
1: the first line, uh, first pair of defense of the wild. Yeah, yeah. probably, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: So we cat us had a good time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 exactly.
3: Nice jersey.
2: Thank you. Custom ordered. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing um, a Jake Middleton jersey. Very absolutely. smart
1: of you. Yeah, there you go. Greatest place ever. Uh-huh.
4: Um, I just want to say thank
1: you to Mike for not hitting my car with yours when you pulled in today. Oh, is that Sk- you? Sorry that about that. that. That was me in the parking lot. Okay. Yeah. sorry. Um, it's already got a few scratches, but yeah. I didn't want to. I once ran into Nick Schultz's Porsche, so that so uh, that was not, uh, yeah. I drive an Impala, so it yeah. would have been okay. Um, my question for Jake is, what is your favorite bike that you have owned?
3: Uh, my Softail Crossbones is uh, it's a 2008 Softail Crossbones. They've got the old Springer front end like the 1950s models. They only made them for four years from 2008 to 2012 and I've had three other ones that I have given, I've traded them back because I just love riding this one so much. And it's a Softail so it's smaller so it doesn't look as cool as like the big bagger deluxe ones that Everyone normally takes cross-country, but I try to cowboy up and ride that thing as far as I can for as long as I can. So yeah. that's my favorite one.
1: What's it like for you when you're just walking around town and you see somebody wearing a Middleton
3: uh, jersey? I, mean, I don't see many. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> see many. No, so that's nice. I'll be, <laughs> I'm going to remember this. Uh, yeah. But uh, you get recognized quite a bit, which is cool. Um, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's a, it's a lot Especially you.
1: You're so distinctive.
3: Yeah, well, I tried to put these teeth in and everyone still notices me. Yeah. I don't know. There's something else I got going on, obviously, that they recognize. Stash. But, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I thought it was my pretty smile. <laughs> I
1: wanted to tell everybody that it's summer and the weather has been great. Well, other, other than it feels like you're inhaling a chimney outside. Uh, but you know what that means. The summer selling is here. Be proactive and take action today. Even if you're not quite ready to sell your home because you want to be better informed and ready to move forward when the time is right to sell your home. That's why I'm directing you over to Chris Lindahl's Real Estate Guaranteed Cash Offers. They're amazing because the market is competitive and they are in the home buying business, so their offers need to be really, really strong. More people are moving again as interest rates have stabilized. Sell your home stress-free with a guaranteed offer from Chris Lindahl Real Estate. There are no showings, no decluttering, no repairs. And no stress, it's the easy way to sell your home. They keep you in control so you can sell your home fast. You can pick your closing date and move when it's convenient for you. To find out what your guaranteed offer should be, go to chrislindell.com. There's no obligation, or you can call 763-401-SOLD. Again, chrislindell.com or 763-401-SOLD. Close with confidence and start packing. Terms and conditions apply. And here's a word from bosch law firm
4: hey hockey fans Jerry Bosch here again from bosch law firm and workcompexperts.com if you're injured at work it's never too soon to contact the lawyers and awesome staff at boche law firm we'll answer all your questions help you set up your work comp claim and help you select professionals who'll be there to help you not the insurance company and with almost 30 years of litigation experience if your benefits are denied we'll fight to get you paid bosch law firm the call's always free and there's never a fee unless we obtain benefits on your behalf. Call or text us at 651-333-8300 or visit us at workcompexperts.com. Great spot to stop in for some spring and summer sportswear is Twill at the Galleria in Edina. They've got some great golf stuff. I love checking out their stuff from Peter Millar. They also have Grayson and Johnny O in stock. Check it out as you're getting ready to go out on the golf course. You might want to look good, so you might as well, if your game's off a little bit, you got to try and look good. And for that, you might as well stop in, check it out at Twill at the Galleria in Edina. So this is a question for all three of you. Uh, so if the NHL actually came up with a secondary uh, defensive award for a defenseman like that, for the Selkie for forwards, uh, who do you think would be the top Great question. defenseman? and would, I'm going to put you on the spot, Brodeen yeah. or Spurgeon, and then do you think the uh, NHL should do that?
3: I think they should. I, I, I think they should, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Who would you say is the best defensive defenseman in the league? <laughs> I, I truly, and I know Minnesota fans will agree, but Jimmy Brodeen, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable watching this guy, and you don't notice it. Like when I got traded here, I had remembered Jonas, like, playing against him. Mm -hmm. But when you're on the opposing bench and you're on the opposing team, you think, oh, he's just a really solid Mm -hmm. defenseman. And then when you sit on the bench and you're watching him as your teammate, you're like, holy shit. How is he doing half the stuff he's doing? Going stride for stride with Nate McKinnon, Connor Mm -hmm. McDavid, all these guys, Jack Eichel. It's just, uh, I, I think Jimmy... And that's no offense to Spurge. Spurge is a little more offensive and he can run a power play and that Mm -hmm. type of thing. But Spurge or uh, watching Jimmy do what he does is, uh, I think, very worthy of the best defensive defenseman award. Uh,
1: One of the things I've been wondering lately is like, you know, if Brodine is paired with Brock Faber, how much do you think that will be a bit of an eye opener for him? Because he played third pair last year in the playoffs. Now, all of a sudden, he is going to be out there against McKinnon and McDavid. And that's where Brodine's going. I, okay, so I don't think
3: I don't think it'll be that taxing for Brock. Well, and I can only say that because when I was I came in at what 25 years old, and I did the same thing with Eric with mm-hmm. Carlson in San Jose, and I made it look okay. Like I got <laughs> I got by doing it. And Brock's way better player than than I am, and uh, ever will be. So I think he's gonna step in just fine. There's obviously gonna be learning curves for him, but. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to do just fine.
1: Yep. Any other questions uh, for Jake or for Joe and I, or otherwise, we're going to wrap it up. Here we go.
3: People are coming up.
0: They're racing.
1: Thank you for staying so long,
0: Jake. Very
3: I cool. and yeah. I got no, my yeah. wife has a friend over. I'm just I'm <laughs> chilling. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is for all three. Speaking this of the- this yeah. is for all three of you. Um, what was the atmosphere, mood? Whatever you want to call it, when and I don't want to be negative, but when Dallas came in playing against Ryan Suter, yeah,
1: it wasn't it was uncomfortable.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, you know, with, with the fans going, uh, you know, with the with with going after him and things like that. I th- I thought Ryan played really well in that series as well. Um, obviously, uh, you know, he, he went after Kaprizov, and that that pair did a really quality job against them. Uh, you know, I think that. I mean, looking back at that series, you have Ryan Hartman he's playing on one knee. You have Kaprizov who was out of sync, only getting two games after missing a month. You had Zuccarello who the final game probably shouldn't have been playing. He was sick as a dog and hurt. Um, there were so many guys hurt. I mean, you yeah. played a season with a, like, you know, no yeah. no core muscle. <laughs> like, you know, it was, like Gujo was hurt. I mean, it was just over and over again. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, the, the Ryan Seward thing, I think, you know, if he doesn't go after Kaprizov in Game One the way he did, and it was so visible, I don't think the fans react that way. Even with the buyout and all that stuff, That'd be, that's just my guess. Okay. So, the silver scoop. What is that? Uh, pond hockey tournament on Lake Nokomis. Okay, cool. cool. You're really bored. It's real hockey out there. You're <laughs> <laughs> from Canada. I've seen hockey, yeah, yeah.
3: But, but it's way colder here than where I grew up. But. <laughs>
1: um, question for you. So My nine-year-old daughter Elsie was up in the earlier. uh, Giant Wild fan. I've heard a hundred times where each of you guys love to go to outside of Minnesota for games. Where would be the best place to take her to a game this year outside of Minnesota to see the Wild play? The best place to take her outside of Minnesota to see the Wild play.
3: I mean, you guys probably have a better answer for this. Yeah, I I mean,
1: for a nine-year-old, I was going to say, you know, right away, I'm like, Nashville, Vegas, Montreal. Um, I mean, you know, like to me, like going out to Cali would be an awesome. I was going to say
3: you can go like if you hit up an Anaheim game, you can go hit to up Disneyland yeah. and that kind of thing. Knott's Berry Farm,
1: right? Isn't that what it's called yeah. Knott's Berry Farm? Yeah. Um, uh, like, to, I mean, like to me, Anaheim would be a great trip. Um, you know, if you do LA history part of it too. Yeah, I mean, like like Montreal. I think even for a night, like Montreal would be a heck of a trip you know, you you're well, I love Montreal. Yeah, Montreal Toronto, that's a great first road yeah. trip. Um that would, that'd probably I wouldn't probably Winnipeg, choose Winnipeg. you could probably throw up there. <laughs> yeah, no. I wouldn't choose. <laughs> um trying to think. I mean, you know, the Florida games, that's awesome because there's so much to do. Waterfront Tampa, the beach is right there. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. The aquarium is right by the arena there. Yeah, yeah. Joe's saying Tampa, the aquarium, all that. Yeah, I mean, that area right around the rink in Tampa is really neat. Yeah, Toronto
3: would have that, too. They got the aquarium and all that right in the downtown Hockey Hall of Fame, if you really want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a cool. cool, uh, I don't think you can go wrong with any city, really, though. Yeah,
1: I agree. Like, um, you know, and it's funny because now that Joe and I split the trips, it's like, you know, like last year I did the New York trip, so it's like I'm you know, to be fair, I'm giving him the New York trip this year, but then the other part of me is like, God, I don't get to go to New York this year. Uh-huh. You know, like that's how it is. Like like uh, you know, I've done this for tw- this is my gonna be my twenty-ninth NHL season coming up. Isn't that crazy? And uh I how mean how old are you? Yeah, I'm forty-nine. Oh okay. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So, <laughs> so I I've I've uh yeah, I've outlasted every coach and player and GM and owner I've ever covered. So
2: good it's, career to do that. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah. So that that'd be my, that'd be. I mean, there's so many great places. You know, Chicago. You can bring it to the Starbucks.
3: Uh, oh yeah. For so. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, but
2: I just want to know if your locker
3: room robe is like a short robe or no, no, it's, <laughs> no, no, <it's> no, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, is uh, it like a long
1: it's long enough.
2: No? Yeah, no, it's it's long enough. Just so you know, sure. Natalie yeah. is not they, far yeah. from here. They no. live literally across the river. So She's probably listening. Is it live? <laughs> no, it's no? it'll be on
1: tomorrow. Ooh, okay, yeah. yeah. But you gotta that's what you gotta fast forward right to what an hour or five minutes. <laughs> you need to, hey you gotta hear this. Yeah. So
4: I got one question for you. Yep. What's the uh, most fun city to play on in the road and funniest road story? <laughs>
2: By the way, you look exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell.
0: You look like Andy Roddick. By the way, yeah, like yeah.
3: Um, most fun city, like Nashville. You uh, you guys all heard Billy say it at the at yeah. the draft. Nashville is just a fun spot where you can go and have beers and hang out and that type of thing. Um, there's so, like, you really don't, you get to go to every kind of major city in every state, right? There's a, there really is no bad city. Even Columbus, like, you got Columbus is a great place. cool great, downtown, yeah. yeah. very I went, went to, to Michigan and whatever, yeah, I've never had a bad time in, in Columbus. Um, I'm going to pass on the funniest road story, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just Just out of the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. Our stuff Sh- that, Should yeah. not be shared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Make I mean a nice leaner occasionally. A leaner is when you fill up a garbage can and lean it on the guy's wall, uh, like the door, and then you knock and then they open it. Those are like, those happen every so often. Those are fun. It's about as far as as much as
0: I'll share. Don't guys I like think. steal each other's keys yeah. though and go in the room yeah, and surprise yeah. them too? Yeah, like that's you know. Reeves on Felina, too, right?
3: Reeves and Felina this year, right? Is that what happened? Didn't, didn't Reeves hear, sneak oh into Oh my gosh! Yeah, into I have his a closet. story. <laughs> it's not the road. It's yeah. not the road, and I don't know if he knows yet. <laughs> we. Dums had a party at his house to start the year, like a, a little shindig, all the wives and families came, because he got a new house out in Eden Prairie, and uh, someone left like battery crickets all throughout his house, <laughs> yeah, and so like every whatever 30 minutes they would s- sporadically <laughs> cricket throughout his house, somebody did, somebody this. did, somebody did that this. all throughout his house, and that is, it's one of the funniest things I've. I've heard of because Dom's was coming in, like, dude, there's crickets everywhere <laughs> in my house. Like, I can't find these things, but I can hear them everywhere. And <laughs> there was someone had put, like, battery powered cricket noise machines all throughout his house. How, ah. long it, how
0: long did it take for him to figure that out? How long did it take for him to figure
3: it out? I don't know because I had heard who did it, and it was everyone just stayed hush hush. And I'm, it
0: probably just until the batteries died, these <laughs> things were. That is hilarious. did he host a Christmas party, too? Didn't he have the Christmas you party? He did a Christmas yeah. party, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he let everybody back
3: after that. <laughs> yeah. well, I think as far as he knows, there was just some crickets <laughs> yeah. in his house. You know? yeah. They were remodeling, so yeah. the doors could have been left open and that type of thing. It's just crazy.
1: Um, yeah, uh, back to Nashville. Like, I love that place. Like, uh, And I'm not the biggest country music fan either, but I love live. Live music, You can go yeah. into any bar at any time, not pay a cover. It doesn't matter what hour, and you're going to see somebody that you're like this person needs to be discovered yeah, right now yeah. like no it's a good time it's,
3: every it's time crazy. you go there yeah but I, I think I do think that's the same for a lot of like you can find that in Philly I love Philly's one of my favorite yeah. uh, road cities actually just with all the little dive bars and they got a the yeah. little ja- jazz bars too yeah. like, or jazz yeah. cafes I guess they call them you're walking down the street after dinner and you just hear some guy ripping a saxophone mm-hmm. from half yeah. a block away and yeah, so that's another fun city, but yeah, beautiful, really too. Cool. What is it, Old City? Yep. Down
1: in Philly there?
3: Yeah, really that cool. old era. Yeah, really cool. Yeah,
1: pro- I didn't go this trip, but Prostar's is like the best steakhouse he's ever eaten at is in that city. Oh, yeah? Yeah,
3: I forget the name of it, but it's, I think it's in the Old There's City. There's a sushi spot there. Uh, I'm not even going to say the name because I don't want to share it. Uh, it's hard <laughs> to get in there. But it's uh, for Philadelphia, it's a very sneaky, delicious really?
0: sushi spot. Yeah. yeah. I'm from you, Detroit area. Do you have any, is that up and coming a little better now over the years you, it's an, a road City for the NHL?
3: I, there is a prime and proper. We don't yeah. leave the hotel and I think with where we're at um, geographically compared to Detroit, we're normally just kind of in and out right away. Yeah. But right across from the west in there, there's that prime and proper steakhouse. Unbelievable. Mm. Really nice in there. So I, again, I haven't traveled around the area too much. Really. I spent a lot of time in uh, Livonia um, growing up with the L.A. Kings, we would do that in the, the tournaments. We had Plymouth and Flint um, teams were there. So nice area, but again, as far as the NHL goes, tremendous restaurant when you <laughs> when you go into the West in there.
1: Yeah. Question.
0: Yep. That Wearing jersey's f- all right, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a flurry <laughs> jersey.
4: We'll be fine. Um, do you have a um, midsy mustache routine?
3: Uh, a little bit, like, Normally, whenever I get nose hairs, I trim my mustache, too. Is No combs, no no, nothing, no combs. I, just, all I use the, because I take a seven, is that what it's called? Yeah. Like a seven guard, yeah. I take a seven to it, usually once a month, and then the other three weeks, I'm not taking a seven to it, I just trim it whenever my nose hairs get too big. I trim my nose hairs, and then I tighten it up with a... Uh, with no guard, zero the l- guard. The left
0: side first, and the right side. You go like left. Yeah, yeah you, I do you that, that. Left actually. side, and the right your side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the left pant leg, you know. Yeah, something this is like that. It's uh,
1: the most trim I've ever seen your
4: mustache. Usually, it's I try
3: to keep it tight in the summer. Yeah. Um, cause I like, <laughs> I like to shave down to the brim in the summer, and then if I miss a week, like I'll get like the tan lines. Yeah. So I try to keep it tight in the summer, and then you just feel cleaner. You yeah. know, in those in the season you're just you're kinda grinding and you're on the road and if you just take a quick electric razor to yeah. it you feel fine. You're like, I look presentable enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas <laughs> in the summer you're I'm out biking around northeast and yeah, that, yeah. So I'm like, I walking your bike. dog around is kinda yeah, yeah. Fun. walking the dog. I gotta do him. He's lazy, my dog, and he's like ninety five pounds, so if it's too hot, he won't like it's it's terrible. Won't, won't go for walks at all. Well, he will, but yeah. he'll just like s- stop and lay down every <laughs> six minutes. <laughs> so I try to, if I get up, I'll get up like early in the morning and take this guy for a walk and try to get it out of the way. And then it's kind of nice, because so, then you get sunrise walk and then yeah. he chills for the day and then you get a sunset walk. So it's not bad. Yeah, you've been in a Saint, I like San Anthony main era. Like that whole we right. went there uh, yesterday, Aster Cafe. Yes, yeah, so we didn't really do Aster, but oh. we did that uh fragment coffee. That's Th- in I was the just asking you about oh. that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, so I, r- I just one, read about this the other day. I got this one there. over by the free house, and I love the coffee there. Mm-hmm. I like that in the loop one too. You know, the one by Acme yeah. Comedy, that's my favorite cup of that's like on our, on our
0: street. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, What is that? Fourth, second, first. Well, first, first, and you, first yeah, that's
3: right. I'll get it sometime. By the uh,
0: Comedy uh, Club. Yeah, right, right yeah.
3: above the, com- that's my favorite coffee, but the mm-hmm. Fragment's really nice too. And then we went to that one in, uh, what would be St. Anthony, right beside yeah. Astor Cafe. It's such a cool building. It's like an atrium. Yep. Yeah, um, that's my old hood. Is it? Yeah. Astor very, Cafe, oh, yeah, that patio. Right oh my God, yeah. I used to The main theater at oh, the right there. What's the old
1: saloon that's there? Uh, what is that saloon? Uh, um, I read something, it's one of
3: the oldest ones in the
1: Yeah. The area. Yeah, it, well it used to be, it, it's gone out of business, right? It was. Well, uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, the place that's right in the... Rip- I forget what it's called. Um, but that whole area, it used to be like the Red Light District of oh. Minneapolis. Yeah, which I didn't even know existed oh. until I was reading. I about didn't see something. any of those yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Anybody else, or we're going to wrap up the show? Ah, here we, we go. Come on down. Here. If we keep on offering, uh, it's going to just go on. This has got to be the longest podcast that we've ever done, right, Brandon? Mm-hmm. But it's good. Setting the records. F- yeah.
2: Okay, so question for you. When you fight, I notice you take off your chin strap on the bottom.
3: Why do you do that? No, I don't. It's uh, it just when they grab. my Every time, I don't know why some guys, like when Delorier fought, we would talk about this, because Delorier's helmet never came off, ever. Um, and mine, it's just about every time. I don't know if it has something to do with getting grabbed or whatnot, but... Because I don't unbuckle it, it slides through the buckle and then I'm in the penalty box trying to fix my own helmet, <laughs> putting it back together and everything <laughs> and every time my helmet just comes off even if I, any, I don't, Yes, I wish I had an answer for it because I'm looking at it too, I'm like why does this keep happening?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's,
3: it's crazy. My forehead hurts. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, you scored net front uh,
1: goal. Uh, I
3: have a tip-in goal in the NHL, too. I don't know if you knew that. Did you you probably didn't. Hey, you didn't even know I didn't play in that charity game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody played defense in that game, so you probably weren't playing in that one. So, oh. no, no, no one played. Yeah, it was yeah, like 11 you, to 10 one, with a show. shootout. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but I was thinking, like, you know, you, like, don't you think you need to talk to Dean about getting in uh three-on-three three
3: overtime? You see my one shift this year, three-on-three three overtime? What was that again? It was uh, – You want me to go through it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Face off one to me by Ecker. I skated around the net, drop pass to Ecker, who was also behind the net. Then he hit me. Backhand pass, picked it up, crisp, crisp. <laughs> Partial breakaway, tried going backhand through the five hole, almost went in. I and do then remember I this. Off the ice. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you wind up on the on the? I wound up on it because there was 55 seconds left in the game, uh-huh. and we had been hemmed in our own zone. Um, so the guys were tired. Like okay. Jimmy and Spurge were tired and. I can play defense three on three. Right. I'm just not going to do anything fancy in <laughs> the other I, zone. Do
1: you remember the last second goal by Kulikov in Nashville? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. did yeah. Woods actually oh, call yeah. you and yeah. you said, um, no? Are
3: you effing sure? Yeah. That's what I said. And that,
1: like, so, <laughs> so he says, are you effing sure? And you didn't go on the ice. That was the game of your life, by the way. That was like, thank that you. was the game. Thank you. you. were on we un- fucking that believable <laughs> that game. Like, it, was, it was honestly. You honestly hydrated. It was one of the best games that yeah, I've seen so you play. But that's probably why Woods called you, and you said, are you sure? And that's when they threw out, you didn't go, so they threw It was out a, cool a account. serious
3: misunderstanding because uh-huh. I, I had never been called on before to go. I normally just, like, that's when I undo my chin strap is when OT starts. <laughs> I unbuckle, yeah. loosen my skates a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so he had just said Midsy, and I looked back, And I was like, it was the same thing, there was like a minute left, and I was like, and it was a heated, like it was a very fast paced OT with no timeouts, nothing. And I just looked back and I said, are you effing sure? Because I truly thought he might have just been like caught up in the Mm -hmm. thing, and he was like, well if you don't want to go, Cooley. And then Cooley scored with 2.7 seconds left. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It, it was You're it was unbelievable.
1: Coolie. I was I, I just I couldn't believe that. But you were you that was that you were unbelievable that game. I if you go back to my Twitter account from that game two years ago. I probably mentioned you about twenty times. I remember there was one play where you went back for the puck in our end of the press box. The, the press box in Nashville were basically in that end. Not really zone a press box anyway. Like, uh, it's in the middle of the yeah, stands. But yeah. yeah. But you went You went. You grabbed the puck and you basically went coast to coast with it. Um, and you did that about five different times. I can I do think. the coast to coast yeah.
3: thing. i just, I'm breathing through a straw after.
1: So. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, this was a uh, really fun show, Jake. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for thanks coming on. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, it was awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming on. Um, again, our, uh, uh, Brandon, actually, can you uh, text me the sponsor, sir? Oh, did you? All right. I got to go back into my text. Brandon, you got to edit. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for coming on out. Our next live show, again, August 17th up at Split Rocks in Wyoming, awesome place, ballroom like this, another bowling alley by the Tuttles, uh, really great food, everything, so come on out to Split Rocks August 17th. Lepanto will be back for that. And uh, August 29th will be our next time here at Elsie's. Thanks to everybody for joining us here in the on-location Aquarius Home Services studio uh thanks to our sponsors aquarius home and services your installers of Connecticut water treatment systems plumbing heating and cooling mose tavern royal credit union chris lindahl real estate bosch law firm and twill in the Adina galleria thanks a lot for coming jake yeah. thanks for joe smith filling in for La panta so
2: duly yeah, thanks so guys
4: so much coming out there's
2: nothing going You're never gonna win Oh, but the world won't forget